last time on Dice Heist. The group meets with Mudbreaker and the forensic team in the conference room to go over the evidence so far. The head examiner informs the group that the request for identification of the substance taken by the kobolds came back as classified, but with the substance code 0861-054. The larger pieces of glass found by Dirk are assumed to have come from a large tank with curved glass, and the acid that was on the walls of the warehouse seems to have originated from reptilian biology. After discussing the evidence, Mudbreaker lets everyone know that he is under a lot of pressure to close this case quickly, and tasks the group with talking to Alchemco to see if they can squeeze them for more information. Bertram doesn't believe that using official channels will render the results they need, so instead, he decides to ask a drinking buddy for help, who just so happens to work for Alchemco. The group heads downtown to the Alchemco Central Headquarters to take Inaza, a female gnome alchemist, out to lunch to see if she can help. After giving her a, the code, she instantly recognizes that the project has some military application, and then remembers that she heard about this project being shut down about six months ago. Inaza, fearing that Alchemco is working on something this harmful to its subjects, decides it is morally imperative that she help the group unravel this mystery, and tells them that she will send them a page later today to let them know what she finds. After lunch, the group splits up. Bertram heads to the city records to dig up some more information on his father. Dirk decides to look more deeply into the organized crime of the city. And Adam decides to do some research on the anatomy of kobolds. Bertram finds himself asking more questions than he answers after discovering that his father has been operating a shipping company from Agelfia for the last five to 10 years. But as far as Bertram knew, his father was living in Vago with him until his disappearance a few weeks before Bertram left Vago himself. Dirk discovers that the white dragonborn security guard has a striking resemblance to an individual who escaped arrest after selling information from Alchemco a few months back. Adam discovers the sad origins of kobolds as simply dragonborn that have genetic abnormalities due to inbreeding. Finally, the game meets back up with Anaza to learn that three scientists worked on the project. One died, one retired, and one still works for Alchemco. Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Aaron. I'll be playing... Bertram Dirtstride, our resident bard for you today. And uh, Nick, what do you got for us? Hey guys, I'm Nick. I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth. And right now, there's a lot of puzzle pieces moving around in his head, trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Over to you, Bronson. Hello again, everybody. I'm Bronson. I'll be playing Adam Vadova, Rogue Wizard. And yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as Dirk. We've got a lot of puzzle pieces. Uh, definitely don't have a very good picture. Although, I guess you could say that we've tried to draw uh, a lot of different interpretations of what the hell is going on. But DM, what do you have for us? All right. Uh, this is Raceland, your DM for this game. And uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's my job to kind of tell you what's going on, I guess. So we'll go right into it. Um, you guys just finished off last episode having drinks at Anna Lynn's, or Jesus, I just did it again. <laughs> wow. In Naza's apartment, uh, Bertram's contact who works for Alchemco, as she dug a little bit deeper into the code that you guys gave her on the substance that apparently is turning people into these large, enraged monsters. So you guys were left with the information that there were three scientists that worked on the project. Only one of them still works for the company. One is dead and the other retired. And reportedly, this is because of the death of the other in the other researcher. However, uh, Inaza offered to put you in contact with the one that still works for the company uh, if you would like a meet and greet with them. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, she said she would put in the call in the morning to get in contact with them. Cool. And then let you know what she has. And then uh, what was our game plan from there? Did we discuss? Yeah, once the three of them leave, we should you know, have a moment to discuss what our findings are. Yeah, we won't we won't know what to do next until we have that conversation with Yeah. The scientist. So the the question is where should we go to have our discussion? I'd say we should gather ourselves back at home for right now. Sounds like a plan for now. I don't have any objections, but why there? It's more comfortable than being at the precinct in an office, if you ask me. But I suppose I'm... I suppose I'm fine with anywhere, as long as we have privacy. What What time is it right now? Is it getting Yeah, late? so it is late now. Uh, it's about, like, you know, just after... We'll say 10 uh, after you guys finish up your conversation with the NASA. Okay. So, yeah, it makes sense for us to turn in for the night. And start, Correct. Yeah. Unless you feel like pulling an old nighter. But she said she won't have uh, any more information for you until the morning when she's able to contact the other scientists. Adam hasn't slept since the night before. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. That <laughs> definitely needs some sleep. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely looking... Looking pretty worn out, yawning a lot. So, um, on on the uh, car ride back, or on the you know the the quad motor ride back to our place, <laughs> uh, Dirk is gonna kind of reveal to them what he found when he was uh, digging up info on the organized crime. <clears throat> so, you guys, I found something interesting while I was uh checking things out uh i found this article here that talks about a female white dragonborn the name here was elador she was arrested for selling information to another company on alchemco but she escaped her arrest and she's on the run but uh take take a look at this photo i i found and well since he he doesn't have the physical photo with him because he didn't take it from the records, but yeah, he I, produces the minor illusion of you could have a 
you could have a physical copy oh, of okay. that of that image if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. He'll 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 pull out the physical photo and pass it to whoever's not driving. I'll just try to grab it, keep flying out into the wind. <laughs> yeah, as the car's zooming by. Uh yeah, you, you can take a look at it and it looks it looks exactly like the woman who you met as the guard. Back at the warehouse. Looks pretty familiar, right? Well shit. Hmm. I'll hand it to Adam. We should check birth records just in case. Maybe maybe this is a twin. Possibly, but the resemblance there is uncanny, and the I, connection is there. I agree. Birth certificates will at least confirm that it's just one person that we're dealing with. Either way, we should have them picked up or do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't do one, then the other. We need to find this person. They may have already... Disappeared. Thinking we should let Mudbreaker know. Adam will pull out his journal and uh, message to Mudbreaker that they need someone to drop by the. It was the docks, right? Is that what they're referred yep. to as? Okay. Drop yep. by the docks and pick so her the, up. Yeah, for this questioning. was the. This was the guard that worked for Alchemco that claimed to be uh, asleep when the break-in happened. Yep. yep. Sounds good. Yeah, so you send a message to Mudbreaker, and he replies quickly with, I'll get right on that in the morning. Thanks for the update. Have a good night, guys. All right, so you head back, and... Uh, is there anything else you're discussing on the ride home or as you get home? Um, well, when we do eventually get home, uh, mm -hmm. Dirk is going to want to do a full investigation to make sure that their place isn't booby-trapped at all. Because mm -hmm. with knowing that that note was left on their door, they know who we are, they know where we're at, so... Dirk is very suspicious of potential traps or ambushes. Okay. Yeah. Dirk, you are, as you're approaching the apartment building, you're going to kind of like take some time to kind of look around, right? Are you, uh, you can use your perception check to kind of tell what's going on. If sure. You'd like to. And, and he's also going to use his mage hand to kind of like, uh, you know, test out the door, make sure it's not trapped and stuff as well. Okay. Uh, you said perception? I don't know Correct, if this would be yes. into perception or investigation. I uh, either one is fine. Whatever you feel is more appropriate. Okay. Well, investigation, I got a 14. A 14. Okay. Uh so you're not able to tell if uh anyone was has entered your apartment since you've been back. Mm -hmm. Um but it seems as if you've left it as is. Okay, so he'll just kind of cautiously open the door with his mage hand and just kind of be on guard, sort of. 
Okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, as you enter into the room, um, you guys, you smell something kind of foul. Mm. It's like, oh shit, did I leave that ham sandwich somewhere? Oh shit. <laughs> Dirk, we've spoken about this. You have to stop le- leaving half-eaten food out. But but no but no seriously this uh this doesn't smell good uh can we kind of like discern what type of smell it is does it smell like rotten yeah. death or does it smell like yeah it smells like something rotten but like definitely yeah, not something... quite dead maybe like a rotten meat smell is what you're getting from it okay mm. so. So it would be something along the lines of a ham sandwich. <laughs> That's been like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. I'm gonna pull out my rapier and just cast light on it. Yeah. I'm gonna go look around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um Dirk will do the same, pull out his rapier and just kinda start searching. You guys can make a make perception checks. See what you see before some happens. Nat Adam's 20. like seven, <clears throat> and Adam's what, what like so. Adam's so fucking tired that like he's not even thinking about <laughs> potential threats at the moment. He's just gonna go like basically just flop on the fucking couch in the like main uh, living area. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and 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 yeah, he's just gonna fucking lay there like on his stomach, with his arm kind of hanging off the couch. But he'll be following like Bertram and Dirk with his eyes every now okay. and then, just in as, case. As Adam sits down, he immediately explodes. <laughs> no. uh, so perception, uh, Dirk got uh, nat twenty, so that's twenty-five. Seven. So uh, Dirk is able to determine that this smell is coming from your bedroom, Dirk. I knew okay. it. Makes sense. <laughs> Sounds like that ham sandwich. <laughs> Wait, it actually is the ham sandwich. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. no, it's coming from it's coming from your room. You're not really sure what it is. It might be the ham sandwich. You don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dirk will kind of stealthily check it out. Okay. Do you want me to roll a stealth check? I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, like no, you don't. Down. I mean, if it's up to you. I mean, it's up to you. Do you want to make a stealth check or not? Sure. Okay, go ahead. 18. Okay. Yep, you're moving pretty quietly. Okay. So, yeah, I'll use the mage hand again to kind of open the door and cautiously, you know, peer in. Okay. Yeah. So you peer in, and the room is dark. So you're not able to really see anything much. But with that natural 20 perception check, you see something move inside the room. Oh, shit. Uh, And as you do so, this blob of tentacle kind of flies out at you as you dodge out of the way. Um, and you're able to see just this 
this tentacle just reaching out towards you and just misses you by a hair's breadth as you notice it. Uh, everyone roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, boy. Dirk, Dirk will just kind of yell out to them as soon as this happens. We have company! I got five for my initiative. Okay. Yep, that makes sense right now. <laughs> also, uh, I was thinking too, I was like, wow, that's kind of fitting. Uh, you just kind of like sat down on the couch, start relaxing. And right. He was like, he was starting to like doze off right, right when fucking Dirk <laughs> yells out. Uh, So yeah, Dirk got 12 for initiative. Okay. 16. 16, you said? Correct. Okay. Uh, then this thing goes... All right. So, Bertram, you are up first. Uh, and there is some sort of creature that is hidden in the dark of Dirk's room right now. Yeah, and you, you just kind of see Dirk just do a tumble roll out of the way. With I don't know if you can see the tentacle. Um, how far am I from like the entrance to Dirk's room? Is, is my uh, glowing rapier giving me enough light to see it? Uh, not quite as the edge of Dirk's room is dimly lit for you. Okay. Uh, maybe five feet in, you're about like, you know, like 30 feet away, maybe five, 10 feet in. Uh, but yeah, if you move a little bit closer, you can definitely see a little bit better into that room. Yeah. I just want to, uh, uh, move as little as I need to, just to be able to see. And then if once I see what it is, I'll do the thing. Yeah, so you're able to kind of shine your rapier over what is this creature, and you see just kind of this mass of black ooze uh, just kind of floating and, like, morphing inside his room, kind of sitting on his bed. Uh, oh, shit. And this, this, like, sweet, rotten smell is is still penetrating your nostrils as... You see this thing. Oh, no. Uh, and, and as you look in a little bit further, Bertram with the light now, you can tell that the window has been, is open. Uh, and one of the panes was broken. Huh. That's... So. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it's all bad news. I'm going yep, to pull out my pistol and shoot it. Okay, so you're going to pull out your pistol and shoot it. Yep. Go ahead and make an attack roll against this thing. Uh, 18. 18 to hit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. It is max 13. 13 piercing damage. Nice. Okay, so yeah, you strike this thing pretty hard, and you see a chunk of its ooze just kind of goes flying and splats up against the wall behind it. That's it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay here so that it's lit for everyone else. That's my turn. All right. So, so uh, next up is Dirk on 12. Okay. So with the light illuminating this thing at all, does it look like anything that we might have might know anything about? Uh, you can make a history check to see if you have ever encountered something of this sort. Okay. Or heard anything about this or read anything about it. 11. An 11? Yeah, you're pretty sure it's an ooze of some sort, uh, but you're not quite sure what kind it is. Yeah, out of 
out of character, I know what it is. <laughs> but yeah, what uh, what do you think it is? Black pudding. Yeah, that's that's right. okay (laughs) but Uh, since dirk doesn't know what that is he's gonna whip out his rapier and he's going to attempt to booming blade this thing okay cool uh and what kind of damage does booming blade or does uh the rapier do again uh just piercing okay all right so yeah go ahead and make an attack roll okay so this crackling white energy envelops his blade and uh that's not great um yeah that's a nine to hit that hits whoa okay (laughs) all right yep uh so damage d8 for the rapier d8 for blade Mm mm-hmm uh, so that's eight thunder damage and and eleven piercing. Okay, so you do nineteen points of damage to this creature, uh, and you kind of stab directly into it, and the ooze kind of like reverberates and kind of you know starts to almost become dissolves in the boom of the thunder damage dealt by your booming blade mm-hmm. uh, but you hear like this almost screech that's in your own mind almost Ooh. from the black pudding Ooh, okay yeah Dirk is gonna after piercing into it he's gonna kind of jump back and retreat closer towards uh, Bertram just... yeah and as you do so there's a, uh, a tentacle or pseudopod that just goes flying towards you but you jump directly over it and uh, are able to evade it easily. Okay. Yay, mobile feet. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to think if I can do anything. Bone sack. I do have my mage up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything really useful I can do with that. So, yeah, I'll just end my turn then. Okay, not a problem. Uh, Adam, you are up next. So, how much movement would it take for me to get upstairs to Dirk's room? Uh, it's all it's all a single floor, so you you can see Dirk's room right there. It's like oh, kind of shit. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Adam would want to first check his surroundings, make sure there's nothing hostile near him, uh, and then would basically just try to make his way over to Dirk's room to see what the hell is happening go from there you heard me shoot at something <laughs> it is blade go boom yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you see you see everything that's going on in front of you and before you there's just this mass of uh ooze and uh adam definitely has read about this uh it's it's normally um a habit an inhabitant of the underdark known as a black pudding it's this uh, poisonous ooze that you know can multiply if you use a slashing weapon on it. Oh, so okay, noted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can get, here. if he can get eyes mm-hmm. on it, um, mm-hmm. he's gonna cast ray of frost. Try to slow it okay, down. Okay, not a problem. All right. Uh, go ahead. Is that an attack roll or a saving throw? 
It is a spell attack. Okay, that's 18 to hit. Okay, that hits. Couple, couple D8. What kind of damage does it deal? Cold. Okay. Chili damage. Chili damage, yep. That is nine points of cold damage. Okay, so... you have this ray of frost that just blasts towards it, uh, and it seems to hit the um, the creature, mm-hmm. and you see kind of like these shards kind of go flying back uh, in like this elastic nature, and it kind of springs back into its body as if it was completely unaffected by Ooh. the attack. All righty. Uh, so. Hmm. As a... Would you allow me as like a bonus action to use my investigation or perception to, unless unless it's very obvious to see if, if this thing is maybe like resistant to cold? I mean, that was pretty obvious from that. All right, right. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. If, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted me to. No, Alrighty. that was me fancily saying it's resistant to cold damage. So. Cool. I think that will be it for me. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so after you, it is now the uh, Black Pudding's turn. Uh, and one of its pseudopods dives towards Adam. Oh. Uh, over you guys. Oh, and... Shit. Oh, shit. oh, shoot. That that just fell. Okay. Try again. What's, where's my other die? Do, 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 do. Are you kidding? Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay, so does a 19 hit you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the pseudopod comes flying out at you and smacks you. Uh, You are going to take... Ooh, that's a lot. Oh, that's really a lot. Uh, You're going to take 23 points of acid damage as the pseudopod smacks into your arm and literally begins to eat away at the clothing on your arm. Jesus, I'd hate to see what uh, a crit would look like from this thing. Holy crap. Yep. Looks like death. Yeah, one <laughs> crit would probably have killed me. And if you guys look at this thing, uh, you, you see the damage that it's just done to Adam's arm, and you see like the corrosive nature, and as you look down, uh, Dirk, you notice that your rapier seems to have some sort of rust on it as well. Oh shit. Uh, so that is it. Next up is Bertram. Uh, I've been thinking we should move anyway. I want to shoot it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you shoot this thing again. Go ahead and take that roll. I believe hits. Okay. And minimum damage of four piercing. Yikes. Okay. So yeah, you shoot it, and this time it's just a glancing blow, doing four points of damage to it. Uh, it's not looking too great, but it's not looking that bad either. Uh, yep, 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 yep. I don't want to move. I should. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna stay here so we can still see okay. it. 
All right. Uh, so next up is definitely Dirk. All right. So Dirk, seeing that his rapier is, you know, starting to get a little, little janky, uh, he's gonna think to himself like, "Eh, I need a new rape. I need a new sword anyway. So, fuck it." So he's just gonna run up to the thing again and give it another booming blade because he feels like this is his best way of doing damage to this thing at the moment. So he'll just run up, charge up that blade again, and go in for another plunge. Nice. Uh, Yeah, so go ahead and make that attack roll. Uh, The difference for your weapon right now is that it is at minus one for damage. Okay. That is the only effect on it. Okay, minus one for damage. Okay. Yep. So was a uh, 13 to hit. Okay, 13 still hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. Okay. And the thing didn't move on its turn, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, 4 thunder and and 10 piercing with a minus 1. Okay, so that's 14 points of damage to it. And... Alright. Definitely not looking great right now. Okay. Yeah, Dirk is going to, again, jump back because after seeing what this did to uh, Adam, he, he does not want to mess around with it. Um, yeah. And he'll uh, charge down the back down the room towards Bertram again. <laughs> all right. Doing his hit and run tactics. Nice. So uh, the ooze... Um, deals another minus one to your damage roll, so now you are at minus two for your next attack as your blade becomes to get more rusty. Uh, Next up is Adam as he's standing in the hall after feeling the burn uh, on his arm from this acid damage that was just dealt to him. And this thing's right next to me right now? Is that right? Uh, So no, it flung its pseudopod directly Uh, over you, over the others, and smacked you with it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Adam is going to cast Ray of Frost again, and then probably duck into cover. You're going to cast yeah. Ray of Frost again? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, 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 because no, I didn't do damage. Sorry. <laughs> that. That's it's okay. Like, it's like, it's like my only ranged thing that I have, so it's like my, just my tactics mindset. Uh, if I have enough movement to do it. Adam will want to run up to it, smack it, and then bonus action, disengage and run Yep. Away. <laughs> and, and, and totally possible. Okay. Yep. Cool. Do you have do you have booming blade? Uh, I do, yeah. I do. Okay. You should definitely use that. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I alright, I guess so, yeah. It's a cantrip, why not? And it it does more damage, that's why. Mm-hmm. So alright. Let's see, so that's 15 to hit. Uh, definitely hits. Awesome, awesome. Hold that dispel real quick. Okay, so it's taken the... It's taken a D8 thunder damage plus the D8 from the rapier for right now? Correct, yep. Cool. Plus your, plus your, uh, your dex. Yeah. Modifier as well for damage. Yep. 
Okay, so that is four and nice, eight. Uh, so that's 12 plus two, I believe. Yeah, 12 okay. plus two. So we got 14 points of damage. 14. Um, nice. Four of that would have been thunder. Your ma- uh, your rapier, is that a magical rapier? Yes. Okay. Is the only uh, reason so, why <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. I'm going in. So the ooze that had descent begun to like deteriorate uh, Dirk's rapier seems to be ineffective against your rapier. Good. Okay. Very so good. it is doing just fine. I'm not going to Matt Mercer you on that one. I think that's it All for right. me. Yeah, I would like duck out of out of the room again and into cover so it hopefully couldn't shoot me first thing. Yeah, that sounds good. You can definitely do that with uh, disengage bonus action. Uh, so then with the other two still there, it's going to give a nice thwack at uh, Dirk this time. And it's going to attack. Uh, does an 18 hit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're going to take 12 points of acid damage from this creature. Uncanny dodge. Okay. So you only take six points of acid damage as it barely licks at your leg. Uh, still disintegrating part of your pants, but uh, still, you know, you're able to move out of the way for the most part. Uh, next up is Bertram. Oh, I'm going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. All right. Go bang, bang. Big surprise there. Mm-hmm. That's eight to hit? Wait. Yeah, eight to hit. An, an eight? That hits. Uh, Twelve piercing. 12 piercing. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this your bullet this time zings right into the center of it, and there's this large gaping hole in it right now that slowly begins to close up, but doesn't entirely. It seems like it's almost on its last legs right now. Gotcha. Anything else from you? Uh, no. We need to be able to see it, so I'll stay where I am. Okay. Uh, next up is Dirk. Dirk, this creature looks like it's about to dissolve into your bed. Uh, what are you doing next? Oh, that son of a bitch. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk realizing that he's probably going to have to sleep on the couch for a while till they get a new bed in. Uh, he's just going to be pissed and he's going to activate his... Well, I don't, I don't think it needs to be activated, but he's going to use his uh, spider climb uh, stuff to uh, run down the hall and kind of like run up the wall uh, opposite of the room and then jump Mm -hmm. off and just plunge that rapier with another booming blade as far deep into this thing as you can. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. All right. That's another 15 to hit. Add hits. That's eight thunder damage and and three piercing. Okay, so your uh, blade dives into it, and as it sticks directly into your bed, 
uh, the ooze below you begins to kind of dissolve and disintegrate. Uh, and as it does, it kind of like leaks out and onto the floor and just there's just this pile of muck now that just reminds you of your, your time in the sewer earlier today. But it smells like rotten meat and just just putrid. Delicious. Yep. Uh, so so this thing is unresponsive now. It, it seems like it's dead now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. So Dirk, I'll just kind of look back to them. Well, I guess I'm on the couch tonight. Now that the adrenaline is starting to wear off, Adam is actually clenching his arm and uh, he's in a, a, a lot of pain from the acid that hit his arm. He's going to... Hmm. I'll gonna, I'm going to go over and uh, let me see it. No, let, let, stop. Let me see <laughs> it. And he'll kind of gingerly raise his, raise his arm and, and wince a little more as he shows it to Bertram. Looks pretty bad. And I'm going to uh, slap him in the shoulder and cast Cure Wounds at third level. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-five HP. Oh, nice. All right. So, twenty-five hit points. So there you go, Adam. Awesome. Do, yep. Do we have anything like garbage bags or anything of a similar sort in our apartment? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, however, they are definitely made of paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, maybe not. And as you, you just kind of like are trying to scoop it up with a shovel and scoop yeah. it in. It's not, yeah. Do we, I want to take a look. Do we know, so this came from your room through your window? It looks that way. And is the is the window just like propped open or is it broken open? So the window pane is broken. There's some glass laying on the floor and... Dirk, as you turn on a light, uh, as you, you know, light a lamp near you, uh, you're able to see flapping outside looks to be some sort of piece of paper uh, that is stuck to the exterior of the window with a knife. Okay. He'll use his uh, mage hand to retrieve the, the page with the knife. Yep. And as you bring it closer on it, it reads, how'd you like this? And it's signed Gandon. Okay. Yep. Uh, Dirk kind of expected such a thing to happen at some point. So he's just like thinking in his mind, all right, Gandon, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. So Dirk's going to kind of uh, take all of his sheets and... uh, comforter and everything and just kind of like ball it up try to get it all contained mm-hmm. just, he might as well just uh toss it out the window for now and take care of it <laughs> the next yeah day. so so you toss your bedding out the window down to the alleyway um you look at your bed now after all this has been taken off and it's seeped into the mattress itself um threw it onto the floor below it's just it's all over the place here is is the integrity of the floor being affected by this? 
No, it doesn't seem like the integrity of the floor is, but it is definitely just kind of ooze. It doesn't seem to have the same acidic uh, properties as it does before, but okay. it's still kind of like this this waste just kind of laying on the floor now. Hey, Adam, I know uh, your arm's pretty hurt, but whenever you can later, you think you can... Uh help press to digitate this stuff up. I'm sorry you're the group janitor, but uh, your, your <laughs> magic really makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it in the morning if that's okay with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to crash on the couch for tonight. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we so... have like, boards and nails or anything, but eventually Dirk will want to like board up that window and just... Until it gets yeah. fixed. Yeah, you can definitely board up the window until it gets fixed. No problem. You have enough to do that. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you guys would like to discuss after this uh, unexpected attack? Yeah, so, so that Dirk, was Dirk would just kind of show them the note. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a problem. And he's yep. going to continue being a problem until we take care of it. Yep. How would we do that, per se? Find him. Arrest him. That's the only thing I can really think of right now. I mean, do he's a criminal. Question for the DM. Mm-hmm. Do we have knowledge of divination magic like obviously none of us can do it but do we have like general knowledge that like that kind of stuff exists yes yes you do. okay <clears throat> so Dirk will look to them and be like well we have two notes now from uh somebody working for Gandon maybe uh, a little divination could help if we can find someone to do that for us maybe yeah it's not a bad That's, idea. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Other than that, I mean, we'd have to kind of uh, take care of personal matters with Gandon before, you know, our duties here. So it's we'll we'll bring it up with Mudbreaker in the morning, and uh, we'll see what he thinks. Good idea. Let's, I'm off to bed, guys. Yeah, let's uh, let's lock up. I'll have Zed keep watch on the place while we rest. Uh, we'll, hopefully, we can get some rest. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Skirmish Epic, Deadly Contest, by Raphael Hofstetter, from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. 
tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content, access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice List. Okay, so yeah, you guys head off to bed. Dirk uh, sets up on the couch with a blanket and a throw pillow. Um, and you guys kind of fade off to, to sleep. Um, as you awaken pretty early in the morning, you each feel the buzz of your notepad going off. Uh, and uh, it's uh, Mudbreaker asking for an update. What's going on? Did you find anything? Don't you mean... Here, I found this that you told us to look into last night. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys pass along your info on what's going on and uh, the info you've gathered and that you have a meeting with someone. Uh, I'm guessing. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, does he have any updates for us on what Adam sent last about? Uh, we asked him something, and he said he would check into it in the morning. Oh yeah. Um, fuck. You made me not remember. Birth records. Remembering. Was that Birth the one uh, for the Dragonborn? No. No, I think I, you asked about that. I I know I you asked mentioned about blueprints. It, but... Oh, a warrant. It was the warrant. No, for, that uh... was no, that was we asked that in person, and he said it would take a few. Yeah, years. we asked him for. I'm pretty sure it was the birth record. Uh, for the dragonborn. Yeah, and he said he would look into it. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would look into it in the morning to get more information on that dragonborn to get the birth records and also to get her back in. Yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, and, okay. and to bring her in. Yeah, that was. That was... Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, sends back. She's nowhere to be found. Our, we got people looking for her, but just just haven't found her yet. Um, looking into her birth records now doesn't seem quite right. We'll talk about it more when you guys get in. Um, so uh, you guys wake up. You just go through your door morning routine to kind of get ready. Um, Make sure my about, pistol is reloaded in oil. And yep. also Dirk would have grabbed a, a vial of 
the black ooze stuff to kind of show the mud breaker what yep they dealt with sounds good yeah Adam probably spends the first bit of well most of his morning routine like petting his pet mouse and like filling up a bowl of food and bowl of water yep. for him that way when he's gone during the day he's he's fine so does your pet mouse just kind of like uh, meander around your room or do you have a little like cage for it no he's got free run on the whole fucking place honestly okay. no okay. it's a, it's a rat right it's not a mouse mm-hmm. it's a rat yeah sorry yeah yeah it's been a long time since i've <laughs> your your mouse of unusual size yep. <laughs> it's a mouse rat <laughs> <laughs> okay well and andy dwyer's bands aside <laughs> and uh in the morning dirk's gonna kind of look over his trashed rapier and uh ask uh adam and bertram uh hey guys uh my blade's kind of trashed where where did you guys get yours your fancy new ones because uh i'm gonna need one of those dm where did we get these uh, i won mine in a card game i fear you you would be terrible at it that's what Bertrand's going to tell. <laughs> Whether it's true or not. No, that's true. That's That can be true. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, Dirk, you do know you can get uh, basically the common item back at the precinct. They have a small array of weapons that you guys can take from if you need anything. Okay. But I think he's asking where we get. Where he I know. Can... I know. Oh, okay. I know he's asking for it. But <laughs> okay. I'm just saying I'm also I also know he can get a regular one. So sure. But I mean. After seeing yeah. how effective the yeah. theirs were, he's he's like really wanting to get one of those as soon as he can. Uh, Adam got his from a small pawn shop uh, where he saw one that looked like it was better than what the uh, seller knew what it was. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. So didn't know what cool. they had. I'll need to do some digging to find. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely got theirs at a. We'll say discounted rate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe like uh, an Adam's sword, Adam's rapier that he has now. It's like an antique. Like it yeah. looks fucking uh, old. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, I guess I'll just <laughs> grab a replacement from the precinct for now. Alrighty. Uh, so as you guys are heading to the precinct in your quad motor. Uh, Bertram, you get a buzz on your notepad from Inaza, who informs you that she has set up a meeting for you with the dragonborn that survived named uh, Adenal. She she works in the uh, Eastgate office of... Alchemco, which is only a few blocks north of the docks where you guys uh, were at yesterday. So does not work far from there. You guys are able to head down there whenever you like. I don't know if you want to head into the precinct first or head down there first. That's up to you. Um, she also sends you over the address of Carl, the dwarf who had retired. And she said she contacted him as well, and he was willing to talk with them whenever they had time. 
Gotcha. Okay. Should we go to the precinct first? Yeah, we need to get down there first. We also gotta let Mudbreaker know about this uh, this uninvited guest we had last night. That's fair. Well, whenever we uh, are ready, Anaza has set the appointment for us. Okay. Sounds good. I almost want to say we should go talk to her first, and then the precinct, and we can just pass along any pertinent information while we're there. It looks like we also have an address for the... Um... Sorry, you said it was a dwarf? Yeah, the male dwarf who was one of the other researchers. Gotcha. Uh-huh. He retired shortly after the incident. So we can follow up there as well. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think visiting one before the other might have benefits and or consequences in in respect to the conversations had between each one, for example? Like, is there any new information you think that she might have regarding the dwarf or... The chemicals, perhaps, that might aid us in conversation with said dwarf. I keep I keep forgetting his name because I, I didn't want to write it down at the time because... I think the dwarf's name was Carl. That is correct. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually do have Carl. Carl. Carl with a K. Ah. <laughs> I, I truly have no idea to answer your question. It could could go either way, or perhaps they have the same story to tell. Let's talk to your contact first. That's my that's my vote. I would say if for no other reason that they've already agreed to meet with us. Who knows what uh we'll get into dropping in on Carl first, so true if for no other reason than just courtesy we should meet with Adel uh, what was her, what was her name Adel Adenal Adenal A D D I N E L Adenal I guess okay. we'll just update Mudbreaker yeah. when we get there so you guys are not heading back to the precinct we are you're heading directly there oh you are going to the yeah, precinct we're going, I, I think the plan is precinct okay. Then Adenol. Okay, sounds good. Carl. So you stop in at the you stop in at the precinct. Uh, Dirk, you are able to pick up a regular rapier, uh, and you guys are able to have a brief meeting with uh, Mudbreaker in his office. All right, what'd you guys find? Well, a couple things. First of all, I think I'll uh, let you know about our uninvited guest we had last night at our place. Uh, you remember that uh, that note I brought in and showed you uh, from Gandon a couple weeks ago? Yeah, well, that thug from Vago who tried to kill you guys on the Silver Sail, right? Yeah, uh, apparently he's uh, still after us. He left us another note, and uh, I think it was a, what'd you call it, Adam, a black pudding? Uh 
it was in our it was in my room and uh is trying to kill us so uh he has a confused look on his face like like a dessert tried to kill you imagine a horrifying sludge do you know what an ooze is sir a, an ooze oh oh yeah oh. yeah yes. this living yeah. gross slimy things yeah one of those uh, it kind of, I was, uh, fighting it with my rapier and it did a number. I needed to grab a new one here. Uh, but yeah, Gandon is a big issue and I feel like we're going to have to take care of him sooner or later or else he's going to take care of us. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, uh, let's get through this case. Uh, if you guys want, I can try and find a new apartment for you with the precincts pull to get you up in a place a little bit safer for now. Yeah, um, we, if if we're going to relocate, we need to keep it on the down low between us. Of uh, course, of course. I can I can put in the effort to take, uh, take care of that myself. I'll use the you, precincts resources to get you a new place tonight. Um, yeah, you guys keep working. I'll get someone, one of my team on this, so. Thank you. Um, another thing is, uh, as I was, uh, doing some research, uh, yesterday, I found this article here about this, uh, white dragonborn. Uh, she, it looks like our, uh, security guard at the warehouse matches the, disc- matches, uh, this image and this description from this other white dragon born that was arrested for uh, selling information on Alchemco before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they said she disappeared and no one ever found her in this article. Uh, huh. That's bizarre. Alright, um, yeah, we'll have someone look into this. She is MIA right now. Uh, I can use someone to, I can send someone to use the proper channels to uh, go through Alchemco and see if they have any more information on this employee. See if they, you know, know that this person was working for them or not. Or even if they were working for them at all. Right. All right. Uh, anything else you need to give me? Uh,. Yes, so my contact at Alchemco has let us know that um, by the substance code they gave us, this whatever it is, is was being made for military purpose. Interesting. They have adapted ways to give uh, soldiers, perhaps the fighters, uh, Advantages only capable, advantages only available to certain other individuals, namely uh, unending rage and uh, the ability to feel less pain, quicken speed. Uh, it seems, and uh, aptly here, a larger size growth. Ugh. All right, so what you're telling me is they've continued some of the 
projects that they claimed have been dead for a while now. I, there was something in the news uh, a few months ago about this. I believe so. Either that or someone else has taken it upon themselves to continue where Alchemco stopped. But I think I it's likely that they're still involved. And it also would seem... And this is just a hunch. But the kobolds that we fought... They only... They all seem to inhabit um, those three properties. They they were larger. They were certainly certainly angrier uh, and faster than kobolds I've seen. But you know, who knows? Maybe they've developed a new one that does all three, and that's what was stolen. I see. All right. Well, this makes a lot more sense, but I still don't know why. Alchemco would hire, would point us in this direction and then be trying to cover it up? I mean, they called it in. They could have just covered it up. Why call it in? Because they're Doesn't probably make any trying sense. to establish, they're probably trying to establish some sort of scapegoat. My guess is at this point that they're gearing up to do something pretty bad and don't want to take the fault for it. Makes it sense. We still don't have the whole picture, and there's not much hard evidence other than the word of a few people that know. But um, to that point, we have a, a meeting later today on one of the scientists that worked on whatever enhancing project this was. I see. Okay, well, get on over there, talk to her, find out what you can. Get back here as soon as possible. Like I said, the brass is getting kind of upset that this isn't as closed as it should be by now. But this seems to be going a lot deeper than it should as well. I wonder if some of the pressure is coming from Alcumco itself, or even from uh, the uh, uh, the district councilman. Well, we wouldn't want to keep our betters upset, should we? Are you guys ready? Ready when you are. I'm going to make a stop over at the... Over at Kate's. Is it Kate or Katie? Kate, yep. Kate, I'm going to stop yeah, over so at you... Kate's office real quick. Yeah, so you head down to the, uh, the main bullpen where... Uh, everyone's kind of milling about, and you find her desk. And she's sitting there. She's just coming for the day. She says, oh, hey, yeah. Hi, Adam. What, what can I do for you? I was wondering if you had made any progress on getting me those uh, blueprints. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, here is, and she kind of rifles through her desk, pulls out a uh, uh, kind of like scroll case and passes it to you. This should be the entirety of the sewers of this district. Uh, I couldn't get anything else spanning further than that. I'd have to go down to downtown to get that, but uh, if you'd like me to, I can today. Um, I ran out of time yesterday. Uh, hopefully this will do for you. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll message you in your page if I feel like we'll need the whole city's 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, not a problem. I'll get right on it if you need me to, so. Keep up the good work, Kate. Thanks. Yeah, good luck. Adam will take off. All right, sounds good. So you head off back to the other group, and you guys are heading to your meeting with uh, Adenal. So it's not far. It's even within walking distance of the precinct, honestly, if you wish. Or you can take your, your quad motor. doesn't matter to me. I thought we'd take the quad motor just in case. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we need to fuck off real fast. <laughs> oh. Okay. I, I was going to say something funny if uh, they walked, but uh, I'll save it for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so you head off to uh, Adenal's uh, office building. And you enter in, and you mention that you have a meeting with her. And the staff directs you down the hall to her office. Uh, when you arrive, you knock on the door, and uh, you you hear kind of a very diminutive voice kind of say, Hello? Who is it? My, my name is uh, Bertram. I think we have an appointment today. Can I oh, kind of knock on the door he, as I open it? Yeah, so uh, you actually go to open the door and it's locked. Um, not not a problem. Uh, and you hear her walking towards the door. And it unlocks. And she opens it up for you. Please, please come in. Uh, yes, please come in and sit. Uh, and she motions you over to some seats on the opposite side of her desk. Can I get a sense of, like, she was expecting us? Yeah, so she definitely seems as if she was expecting you. Okay. Um, she seems as if she was distracted by something else. Okay. Quick, quick question for the DM: uh, mm-hmm. Was this meeting organized as like official business, or are we like kind of under the books? So, from what Inaza told you, it was kind of like she pulled uh, some favors to get this researcher to talk with you guys. So this is definitely under the table. It's not official business. This is more like you are inquiring about this. And, you know, you're a friend of Inaz's. So okay. that's the information that was given to her so far. Okay. Does she look Does she look nervous or calm? Uh, she doesn't seem nervous. She definitely seems distracted. Um, but for the most part, pretty calm. Um, as you walk over to her desk with her you kind of can understand her her distracted nature um, as you see like uh, several papers kind of scattered across her desk um, and there's a chalkboard behind her that's just got scribblings all over it. Um, there's several different test tubes kind of all over the room as well. Um, it seems like she's just busy at work right now. So, Is she the only other one in the room other than the three of us? Correct. This is just a very small personal lab for her. Okay, because Dirk will want to, as subtly as he can, kind of uh, bamf Zed in, like, up and behind her, so that Zed can kind of get a look at uh, the papers on her desk, almost, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, And then Dirk will kind of, like, peer through his eyes, so I don't know if you want me to roll for that at all. Yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check, just to kind of, like... For him to not be noticed by her as you guys are sitting down, or are you waiting till after she sits down to do this? Uh, yeah, I'd wait till she sits down. Okay, 
So the one thing you notice is that as soon as she sits down, the first thing she does is she starts kind of like uh, getting her papers kind of in order. Okay. She kind of just starts like, you know, shuffling them together. Excuse me, stacking them up. And she apologizes like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just such a mess. And she starts kind of like sticking them off into folders. Um, if you want, you can try and pop Zed in now to see if he can catch something before yeah. she's done kind of putting them away. Yeah, I'll try to do that. And I rolled a 15 for stealth. Okay. So yeah, he he pops in just fine without her noticing. And you're able to kind of, he's able to get a kind of okay look at some of the papers that she's filing away. Um, and she she puts them all into folders and uh, puts them into her desk. Okay. But looking through Zed's eyes, he didn't really catch anything like that would really alert Dirk or anything, right? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. God damn it. Uh, that's a natural <laughs> one. So, Oof. Yeah. Nice. So I, I guess uh, the vision was a little blurry because Zed just popped right in. <laughs> Yeah, you were kind of rushed in the matter trying to catch something before she finished putting them away. Uh, and and uh, you were kind of slow to pop into Zed's eyes as you kind of catch uh, only a very slim glimpse of a paper as it's being put away. Uh, but it just seems some like something to do with some official Alchemco notice that was sent to her. Okay. Other than that, you're un you're unsure of what what happened. All right. Yeah. If nothing else seems of interest that Zed could get eyes on, I'm just gonna bamf him back out before he gets okay. noticed. Sounds good. Yeah. So you just kind of wish him, whisk him away, uh, and you're back here, uh, chatting with her. So, uh, I'm sorry. You you guys had some questions to ask me. Um, uh, yes. And Naza didn't say why. Uh, are you working with a paper, or are you? Uh, well, I, I'm not really sure. Are you writing a book on? Like I, I just I'm not sure how I can help you here. Yeah, um, to uh, perhaps uh, appear in a report of some sort. Uh, but really, we are here because we were hoping to find information on. Uh, and I'm just gonna t bring out that same piece of paper that has the. Um, Substance code, I think, is what I keep calling it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, yep. We were hoping you could tell us more about how this project ended. Oh. Oh. 54, yeah. Um, not well. That's for sure. She looked kind of, like, distracted for a moment as she says that, and she just kind of looks off. Yeah, um, good friend of mine died shortly after that project. He he worked with us on it. Um, yeah, yeah. What what do you want to know about the project? Definitely wasn't a public favorite, if that's what you're getting at. Right. We're not here to um beat anyone of a lower moral high ground than us or anything. Uh, really, we're just looking for fact finding here. How, how did, how do you recall the program ended? Uh, 
kind of abruptly, when we realized that we couldn't get past the detrimental effects on our subjects and that we couldn't find a way to do it without that side effect, the company kind of pushed for us to halt operations until we could. Um, and after a few more weeks, the, the project kind of petered off as, you know, the company found it was just not worth the, the money to try and continue pursuing that. So they redirected us into different, different avenues. But So uh, your, your, yeah. your work petered off, as you put it. What happened to the work that was done already? Well, that's the problem is in those last few stages, we stopped specimen testing and they died. All test subjects died. As you can see, you, you can read about it in the papers from about six months ago. Um, it was kind of a scandal that went down a while ago. But yeah, all, all the test subjects of this product died. Um, and we just, yeah, it was tragic. Was there anyone in the company that wanted the projects to continue? Well, I mean, I personally felt like we could have gotten through and, and fixed it at some point, but I don't know. I, I think the project was prematurely shut down, in my opinion. I think with a little bit of more time and a little bit more effort, we could have actually done something with it, something good for once. Do I get the sense that she's do I get the sense that she's hiding anything? Uh you can roll an invest or insight check. Yeah, I think that's really good. Yep, natural eighteen, giving me twenty seven. Okay. So with a twenty motherfucking seven, <laughs> uh she is being very truthful in the fact that she is Definitely one that was pushing for this project to continue and okay. did think that it, it needed to continue. Do you know who's responsible for shutting the project down in the first place? Is there any one figure maybe in your chain of command? Uh, no, the, the issue got brought all the way back up to the CEO and the board and they decided to shut down a project after there was such a large scandal. It, it, it had to be taken all the way up to the top. Um, but their overall ruling was that the project needed to be shut down, even though the possible income that could have been gained from this project if it had succeeded was well worth the risk, in my opinion. Who, who was heading up the project? Uh, well, that would be, uh, Fenian. He was, he was the lead researcher. Uh, myself and Carl assisted him. Uh, DM, that was the researcher that died? Correct. Perfect. Fenian was the one who died. Uh, but Fenian was not for continuing the project once she realized what it was doing to people. So, uh, toward the end, they actually put me in charge of the project kept him on as for his knowledge in the, the matter. Even though he he didn't believe in the project anymore. You said he found out what it was doing to people. 
Well, I mean, we all did. It's kind of how it happened. Uh, we tested it, and it just wasn't doing what it should have. The formula wasn't right for some reason. We were going to get it eventually, though. Did it work on any test subjects before you went to humanoid trials? Uh, yeah, we got it to work on some... Uh, l- we got it to work on some reptiles. Uh, small lizards was our main target uh, for a while there. Uh, with the large population of dragonborn uh, lizard lizards are often used as an alternative whereas in some cases uh, we use mice or rats as an option for other humanoids but um, the dragonborn physiology is much closer to that of a uh, reptile than it is to that of the mammals that makes sense you guys were probably hmm trying to figure out a way to incorporate some sort of healing I'm sure into the serum to avoid that nasty correct bone breaking side effect that that was one of our angles yes um and and she as she's in the middle of the sentence you hear a knock at the door she says who is it Adam's going to put his hand on his rapier. Uh, here to see Adenal. We had an appointment this morning. I don't remember an appointment. After she says uh, Adam that, Come in. going to put come his in. hand on his whole mouth, too. <laughs> yeah, Adam, Adam like, right, right when she says come in, uh, Adam was going to, like, kind of, I guess, loudly whisper, like, Back away from the door. Uh, so, this individual um, opens up the door and kind of steps in. And you see a uh, a human female in uh, in a lab coat. You're wearing glasses. Uh, excuse, excuse me, uh, Adonal, uh, I had a few questions. Um, about one of your projects recently. Um, it might have something to do with the project that I'm working on currently uh, down in the uh, the central precinct. It's, oh, oh, of course. Uh, did you set an appointment? I, I'm currently busy with these gentlemen here as she motions to you guys. Are you guys all still hands on your, your weapons? No, Adam oh, would have. We'll relax then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, and she, she kind of, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I just, one little thing first before I go, um, I'll, I'll be back in a moment, but she walks up to the desk and, uh, she scribbles down something on a, a piece of paper and hands it to Adonal. And she says, what, 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 what's this? As she looks at, she picks it up without even looking at it for a moment and, you guys hear a crunch. Oh shit! As, as soon and as, as soon as Dirk hears a crunch, <laughs> he's jumping up out of his seat because <laughs> is, is it a familiar crunch? 
It's a very familiar crunch. Yeah, he's jumping out of his seat. He's jumping into action as soon as he hears that. Oh, no. So you hear this very familiar crunch, and then the words, this is to do with your project that killed Fenian. And just this this small woman just begins to grow in size, uh, and she almost triples in size as she bites down on this and is just enormous. Um, her clothes rip around her, and she is just kind of like looming over and says, Finian sends his regards uh, as she looks directly at Adenal and begins to swipe down. And that is where we are going to end this episode of Dice Heist today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, my initial instincts were like, right. scientist. We both immediately had that instinct. And yeah. should have yep. stuck with our instinct. You should have. You should have. I was hoping you did, honestly. That would have been <laughs> even better, but. Fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, she is currently right next to Adenal, the, the, uh, the other researcher, and you guys are across the desk from her okay. uh, as this creature is swinging down would, at her. Would, uh, would Dirk have gotten up close between the time of, like, the crunch and the transformation and everything and the- uh yeah you i mean we'll we'll go into that and we'll roll for that before okay. she attacks so okay cool we'll we'll get into the initiative and the crunchy bits next time <laughs> but <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this episode of dice heist i'm super glad uh to be sharing this with you guys i hope you're enjoying it and we can't see wait to uh see you next time so bye see bye you. guys goodbye Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Our next episode will be released on Sunday, June 20th. I want to give a special thanks to Nick for letting us use his song, Something for Now, for our intro and outro. I'd also like to thank my wife, Erica, for her wonderful support and her work on our show notes and additional help writing flavor text. I'd like to thank BattleBards for their help improving our show with their great library of background music, soundscapes and sound effects if you guys have any ideas for different gadgets that are magical or tech based please feel free to send us them via twitter or facebook and we can try and incorporate them into the show don't worry we'll make sure to give you guys credit for it and anything you guys send us i will at least consider and try to find a way to incorporate into our show because your input is so valuable to us don't forget to check us out on twitter at dice underscore heist and on facebook at dice heist podcast feel free to reach out to us there or send us an email at dice heist podcast at gmail.com lastly i want to mention the giveaway that we've been running for a while to enter to win in this giveaway all you have to do is like share and follow any of our posts on either of the social media sites 
Doing so enters you to win either a set of dice, a scale mail dice bag, or a chain mail owl keychain. We will be drawing six winners, and we probably will be drawing it towards the end of July. But stay tuned on social media to hear exactly when we will be drawing, and make sure to check your inboxes once that date comes up, because you might be the lucky winner, and we need to know how to send it to you. I'd like to say thanks for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.